Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief of Electrical Wholesaling Magazine and Electrical Marketing Newsletter with another EW Executive Insights Podcast. Today we'll be chatting with Michael Plaster, the Executive VP and Lead Business Manager for the ABB Electrification Business. We'll be talking with Michael about the electric vehicle chargers and the business opportunities he sees for electrical distributors and electrical contractors in, in the sales and installation of these charging systems. We caught up with Michael at the ABB Media Brief before the recent ABB Formula E World Series Championship race for electric race cars in Brooklyn, New York. ABB is the official title sponsor for the International 2002 Formula E Racing Series. This year's teams of drivers will compete in 10 cities around the world racing electrically powered race cars at speeds topping 170 miles per hour. Here's Michael's take on the impact EV chargers are already having on the electrical market and the opportunities he sees for them in the future. Certainly on the, let's say, more of the residential commercial is where the entry point is for our electrical distributors. Mm -hmm. And then depending on what services they offer, Mm -hmm. they get into the more, we'll call it, higher power chargers. Mm -hmm. Um, Our, you know, our, I'd say, process or uh, strategy in that market is we support our distributors Mm -hmm. in that. It's it's a portfolio that... Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a need in the market, but it also uh, pulls through the rest of that electrical infrastructure. So if you think about it, if I'm an electrical distributor and I get in on the charging network at a commercial building, I'm probably going to get in on the switchboard that's needed to support that, panel boards, um, all the, we'll call it bulk materials when you think of conduit fitting. So it's a driver of... Everything back to the grid, mm-hmm. and our distributors play perfectly. Yeah. I know there's no one-size-fits-all package, but do you have a, a, a go-to-market strategy for distributors saying, hey, if you want to get into charging, you you need X amount of people trained, or they need to know this, to, or you should be able to stock a certain amount, or is there anything, is it at that stage yet? Or? It, no, it's, in fact, I, I would describe it as it's still being sorted out. Sure. And even as I look at the where the investments have come in EV chargers, you've got utilities that are looking to get in it. Um, you have contractors that are looking to get in. Of course, you have the developers like Electrify America already in it. Um, so it's still being defined. Uh, I will say, though, when you think of the construction of a new building or a home, most are thinking of the, well, what do I need to do in order to support that? electrification of transportation. So I was just with a contractor last night, and uh, the requirement of a building he's doing, I think it's in the southeast, was that it has to have a separate 2,000 amp um, service. Oh, wow. okay. For the for the charging. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. as, as you know, and yeah. living in the U.S., yeah. each state will be different, and sure. each mm-hmm. each. Um, Utility will be different, but mm-hmm. it's still really being defined. Sure, it's, a, sure. it's early in this market. Yeah. I mean, you've got this huge, broad portfolio of products, and you have EVs, and people have had people at this point see it's the future. It's got kind of a buzz to it. Yeah, for, for yeah. you know, having been in this industry a while, it's a it's as exciting a time as I've ever seen. Sure. And and I actually get excited about the switchgear. <laughs> sure. But yeah. the reason yeah. is yeah. this electrification, transportation, mm-hmm. like my colleagues talked about. You get into ports, mm-hmm. you only yeah. need a yeah. substation there. Yeah. We talk about this uh, uh, high charging network along yeah. highways. You have to have a substation. Yeah. Have, right? This yeah. is not. Yeah, this it's is, not just one piece. This is all it, it, about it, that grid to charge. It, it fits into the whole piece. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and when you think of 
just the whole electrical distribution side of things. Um, it's it's a great time for yeah. distributors too because on the supply chain side we need that local yeah. expertise and that local inventory. Yeah, local, and, yeah. and I would say, from, you know, you asked about what capabilities. It is still being defined, mm-hmm. but. Um, our distributor networks that offer the engineering and services, not unlike the engineering and services they would have for a design build job, yeah. mm-hmm. can, they can do that on the charging side, mm-hmm. are going to be able to differentiate themselves. Yeah. I should know this, but on the contracting side, any specific, uh, any additional, any co-regulations they have to be aware of, and I guess that gets into the electric, local electrical inspectors, are there other things you have, they have to become more aware of than maybe some are. Yeah. I, I would say nothing out of the Nothing unusual, yeah. I mean, because you're, you're talking yeah. about just, uh, uh, I would say, a power-consuming device, right? So sure. Yeah. Whatever the local code is, they have to follow. Yeah, just nothing unusual. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I think, though, the technology, and this is this is broader uh, than just charging. Uh, when I talked about the digitization of, of these yeah, electromechanical yeah. devices, mm-hmm. there is a different skill set. Mm-hmm. And our electrical contractors, our distributors, our own employees mm-hmm. have to be able to not only understand the, we'll call it the, the, the power side of the engineering, but also, I would say now, the software and interface side. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it's, it's actually... Uh, it's if you understand the power side and I'd say the energy distribution side, that software and interface and, and networking actually makes it easier. Sure. Understand how to do it. I mentioned the you know the substation at a utility. The fact that you can see your whole energy profile at a at a substation remotely and control it safely if you want just makes it better for those power engineers that are, that don't have to go. I wonder what's wrong with that substation, and I hope we have the right equipment when we get out there. Yeah, yeah. I think it is about experience, right? So if you're a consumer, it's their experience with an EV. Mm-hmm. It's that um, network effect, right? Yeah. So if I, I actually have an EV yeah. and I love it yeah. and I talk about it. Yeah. Now, you could say, well, you're doing that because yeah. you're in the electrical yeah. industry. No, I think I do it even if I wasn't because yeah. it's a very different experience. And that yeah. quote would be uh, considered yeah. a fan of the internal combustion mm-hmm. engine, yeah. but I will never go back. Yeah. It's just yeah. the technology is, mm-hmm. is far better and, of course, it's better for, for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. But the dynamics right now with the new entrance, so now there's going to be choices and, and, and it'll, be, it'll be easier for um, folks to uh, acquire so that whole you know, cost barrier goes away. And then we've, we've heard about the range anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that range is just going to go up. Yeah. So yeah. all of that um, oh, yeah. is going to cause this adoption rate to go yeah. up. Yeah. And I think sometimes that whole ranging, I mean, for the, the general consumer, uh, how many of them are driving? I think that kind of gets overplayed at times. For the general, per, you know, how many are driving 200, 300 miles a day? I mean, yeah, I mean, in a commercial vehicle for sure, but you know, average home owner, if you're going to and from work and running errands around town, and if they can charge at home, I know that. I can tell you my own experience. Um, I charge at home. Yeah. But I I, I live in the Charlotte area. Mm -hmm. My longest commute is to the airport and back. And oh, by the way, they charge it for free at the airport with where I park. And I'm sure that free will go away. Yeah. But you're right. It's not. 
I will say though, Barry, and I'm thinking of my own behavior. If if I'm going up to to Raleigh, so that's 170 miles from my house, and the range of my vehicle is around 250. All right. So if I'm taking my car, I need to charge it. And I'm thinking, well, what would be ideal? What would be ideal is to have a charger either at our office, which obviously we do, or the hotel room staying. Yeah. So it, it ends up being kind of a, yeah. becomes this behavior. When I think of uh, you know where our industry will be going in the next five to ten years, it's 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 one of the better segments to be. Sure, sure. Yeah. I was curious on the whole on this sponsorship for this race. Is you are you finding it per, the uh, visibility of it percolating down into uh, with distributors and contractors that they see that you're. It must be kind of a fun thing to see how. That's I mean, especially over the years, the yeah. first you know the yeah. first year, it's what is this? Yeah. What's that all about? Mm-hmm. I think you probably have heard that yeah. the first years it was two cars. Yeah. Because the yeah. battery technology wasn't good enough to get through the whole race, yeah. and now you yeah. have. One car that goes faster because the technology is advanced so much. And I think what it points to is um, these, you know, these kinds of investments in a, in a, a high-performance electric vehicle. They they translate into the vehicles that, that will end up driving. Yeah, but just like the internal combustion engine, when race cars translate into the cars that end up driving, and then of course. Uh, you know, it really does point to the electrification. Sure. Everything. Yeah. I, I, just in general, you must be learning a lot when you're testing cars uh, out of the lab and the test drive. When you're really right on the, uh, you know, really putting it, you know, pushing oh, them a bit into, on something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah it has to because the weight's different, right? It's a heavier vehicle. Yeah. Uh, less moving parts, though. A lot less moving mm-hmm. parts. But because of the weight, it's harder than tires. Yeah. And that's the same with the vehicle that I have, right? Sure. So it's, yeah. it's heavier. No maintenance. I mean, it's amazing. Maybe a software update, but but that's it. And then the only piece that I would say is uh, more of a maintenance cost is the tires. Yep. Because of the. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I have a friend that's a discount tire. He said, We love electric vehicles. (laughs) Okay. Why? why? He goes, Because they're heavier. Yeah. They go through tires. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just think I was thinking about marketing and how people you know market to distributors and going back some years when there was a lot of uh, electrical company sponsoring NASCAR. That was a big oh, yeah. that was a whole they had they really was that squared even that was oh, yeah, oh yeah so yeah, yeah with Way Danny Wallace and yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah sure with the big exactly. but, but it was interesting I mean just from a pure marketing thing it was interesting to see how people they, I mean I know the companies had all done the research and said geez we have a lot of our audience that loves NASCAR and contractors and they'd have the demo in a local market when they could they, you know have the demo vehicles out and all but I, yeah, this just, is even yeah. so for us. Yeah. It's, it's even. Yeah. It's much more connected. Yeah. Like back then, it was yeah. great. Right? Mm-hmm. I was with a different company, mm-hmm. but now it's much more connected because because we are a leader in the charging sure. space. Sure. Right? So the whole yeah. EV charging mm-hmm. space. But it's also great to have the name out there. And people yeah. go, oh, I, I've heard of ABB. Now, wow, well, yeah. now I know who ABB is. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. No, I'm really fascinated by it. I'm mean, very curious. Yeah. It, it, just, it, everything with everything that's coming, new cars coming out. You know, the new with all the you know the Rivian, the Ford F one fifty truck. Uh, one of the women that was doing the photography or video. She just got her. She somehow got in that F one fifty. Just absolutely oh, wow. loves she it. She the light. Yeah, that's she really absolutely good. loves it. She's the torque, the towing, and just, what, I, what's kind of. I mean, that's the beauty of it. When, yeah. when you have 
three years from now, how, who knows how many choices we're going to have. Mm -hmm. And that's going to make entry points easier yeah. and choices, you know, depending on what you're looking for and what your behavior is. Because yeah. I'm very interested in a uh, pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, well, I think Because I don't, we have an F-150 that my, my son drives. Mm -hmm. We never do very many miles on it at all. Mm -hmm. And not that we haul yeah. a lot, mm -hmm. but it's certain that the torque is there. Oh yeah, we want we need it to be. So I think that's going to be. It obviously is for Ford and others. That's going to be a huge high demand. I hope you enjoyed our chat with ABB's Michael Plastar on business opportunities that EV charge equipment now offers electrical distributors and electrical contractors. Please check out our other EW Executive Inside podcasts on www.ewweb.com or wherever else you download your podcasts.